talking about so the guy the king of the podcast? podcast king pod okay even though i was there before him. but anyways <laughs> um <laughs> um he's white in america okay no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> jose rogan <laughs> right um uh, the 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 host of fear factor has been stirring up some Noise. So people are saying that Joe Rogan has been spreading bad information about Lovid. He's the new Trump. But Trump loves the vaccine, though. No, no, but as far as like his role in society, now that Trump is no longer president, it's oh, now that's Joe right. He's the new, new evil guy. New, de- the, yeah. new devil guy. Yeah, the new Trump. So, so everyone's been posting this, and, and there's, there's like different layers to this. So let's start with like what he did wrong. So I guess he has conversations. Allegedly, did wrong. Yeah, what, what people are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what the beef is? What yeah. the problem is? So people are saying that Joe Rogan has been talking about COVID and spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. We're all on the same page with mm-hmm. that. Okay, cool. So, um, and I'm not sure because I don't follow the show, but do. you do. Okay, so yeah. he's been having conversations about Lovit. Yeah, he he has obviously his thought process. Behind uh, the vaccine and the mandates, um, what is he saying? So he's not against the vaccine by any stretch of the imagination. He just, for him, his personal decision was not to take it. He's had a, a multitude of friends that have had adverse reactions to it. Um, he's just a big proponent of uh, one healthy lifestyle like we're not talking about health enough when it comes to covid and then two like there's no it's being uh there's not enough conversation about treatments it's only that there's one solution and one solution only and joe rogan's whole podcast when it comes to anything except maybe weed he has Mm -hmm. like he's very open he brings everybody on and he just discusses with people that either have the same opinions with him, opposite opinions of him. And his whole point is, let me learn. So the biggest issue right now with Lovid mm-hmm. and and Joe Rogan is he is giving a platform to people who the mainstream media wouldn't give a platform to. And they are stating things that you know King Fauci and the CDC might not be saying. Uh-huh. And so... Obviously, you know, the Fauciites aren't happy with it, and that is uh, that is kind of the situation. Okay, so he is saying things. I thought he was just having uh, conversations with people. He 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 just said his own thing when he had COVID. He had his own thing of like what he did. He took ivermectin, mm-hmm. which they said was horse dewormer, which turned out to be very false because he had on uh, Sanjay Gupta, who's the guy from CNN, mm-hmm. yeah, the doctor, and he you, was like, you "Said you like him." No, no, no. I was just saying the name. Oh, okay. Okay, I said it right. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was like, why did you Why did you say this? He's like, oh, I, I, the guy had no no recourse. And he's like, oh. then later said, oh, I thought he was going to beat me up if I said anything wrong. And so it's like, what? Who Who is the one spreading the misinformation? The, big, the biggest thing with Joe Rogan, he's big on certain things, right? He's a big two-way advocate. 
And he's a big freedom of speech advocate because his whole life is freedom of speech, right? He's a comedian, stand-up comedian. Um, you know, he's podcast. Those are his two major streams of income. So anybody limiting those that right of freedom obviously directly impacts him. And then he's very big about these mandates that he thinks that that is infringing upon freedom. And he's big on freedom when it comes to that. So that's where I think his, at least, intentions are coming from. Now, obviously, people are going to, you know, try to paint pictures. I just saw um, Trevor Noah on the... Uh, What's that show? The Daily Daily Show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Daily just try to chopped up clips and try to make it seem like him and Jordan Peterson were doing some racist stuff. But um, at least insinuating, he didn't use the word racist. But they were talking about how in the conversation they were saying that I don't understand why we say black and white when white people aren't actually the color white and black people aren't actually the color black. And then they chopped and screwed that up to make it seem like he doesn't understand why we even use the term black people. (laughs) So everything Joe Rogan is wrong. To a certain segment of society, yes. I was at work the other day and this guy said, um, you know, people are dying from this thing left and right. But I have a couple nephews that subscribe to Joe Rogan University and they're just the biggest disappointment of our family. He said that to me. Huh. And I said, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. Kelly, you, can't, a- you can't disagree with these people because then you are no longer black. I didn't say anything because I don't listen to Joe Rogan. So I didn't know what the big deal was. So I've seen a lot of people post like he spreads misinformation. This is the next leg of it. 270 doctors have signed... To say that his he needs to get canceled or something. Like, right. they need to put a warning on his show or something like right. that. And then what do we find out about these doctors? I'm doing air quotes right now. Well, So they weren't we all medical out? doctors. Okay. So they were like, they could have been doctor in uh, history. And <laughs> they were like, signed on, right? So they, they it's, it's the same thing with media. And, you know, obviously, let us put a headline in because they're not technically wrong. Like a doctor of history is still a doctor, mm-hmm. but you're insinuating medical professionals, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. are uh, stating that Joe Rogan is a, uh, you know, uh, evil person for society and he needs to be censored and they need to take him off of Spotify or whatever. So I think that's 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 the interesting thing, right, is because, you know, when people the reason why Joe Rogan got off of YouTube was because YouTube was starting to heavily censor. And he started seeing that and he was like, if they're going to demonetize me, if I say the wrong thing and all this kind of stuff, then, you know, I need to find another avenue. So I'm not just all beholden to YouTube. Spotify came in and gave him the bizag, Right. Mm-hmm. And props to Spotify for not backing off of it. I mean, I'm sure it's not a only a freedom of speech thing for Spotify. They're also making a ton, a ton of, of yeah. money. Off I mean, of Joe Rogan being on the platform. The videos are so, so popular. Yeah. So. But, I mean, still, props to them for, mm-hmm. you know, sticking by him and not removing all of his episodes. And you can still hear all of, the, all of these things. And I think that's the way it should be, right? The only, and he, he states it as well. He's like, the only way to, uh, to uh, like, counteract bad speech is more speech, like good speech. Like, if somebody is saying that, you know, 
this is evil or whatever it is. The only thing, way to solve that is to give the counter argument about why it's not evil. And then you can make a, a educated decision on, you know, whichever way you go. And hopefully it sparks you to go in and do some of your own research so that you can make your own opinion. The problem is right now, s- certain segments of society don't think that you're smart enough to come up with your own your own thought process. No, they think that you should be only thinking a certain way. Dangerous group thinking. Yeah. They call it. <laughs> hmm. Well, the next leg to this whole story is that uh, up and coming singer Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up and okay, he said Spotify cannot have a place for both him and Joe Rogan. Man. So he decided to remove his entire catalog from the streaming service. No, no, no. No, he Spotify. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't decide. He said, it's me or him. And I said, him like, bye they, they were like i'm i'm sorry that uh neil young made this decision but we are taking all your shit off because you ain't getting 11 million views per episode we're sorry to the 17 fans that are disappointed with this but it had to be done now what song is neil young made that song about freedom really yeah there's a little song called like something rocking free in the rocking in the free world rocking uh, i don't know I don't know. I don't know any of his songs. He's got a song called Hurricane, but it's not that song. He was in a group too, I think. Was it was it with him and Young Thug? No. Yeah. <laughs> and Gunna. Yeah. And Lil Baby. And Lil Baby. <laughs> all, all, <In> future. <laughs> I'll come to Young's defense for a little bit, for like okay. a second, because he had polio as a kid. He fought it because he's from Canada, and they didn't have the glorious health care they did as they do now. I don't know. Anyway, he, he, he had a rough time of it. And so he's very pro-vaccination. I'm like, okay, I, I can understand that. But then I started reading more about it, and I found out that he, like, abandoned multiple wives, multiple kids with cerebral palsy and disabilities. I'm like, oh. And then he wrote a song about it to be like, hey, look at me and my kids. We're so happy. Yeah, like, you uh. can find hypocrisy in everybody, though. Yeah. So just so, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I think the bigger thing is how – you know, I think certain people look at the censoring and all this kind of stuff as, you know, big tech and government overreach, right? And I think there's a segment of society that's very afraid of that. And then there's another segment of society that I think genuinely believes is very afraid of COVID for either the... Um, what? Of Lovid. Lovid. Um, <laughs> are afraid of Lovid. And, you know, and, and I'm sure like somebody who's dealt with Lovid in a way where they've maybe lost a family member or anything like that. Clearly, they're going to be affected by it from somebody who, uh, uh, as opposed to somebody who's maybe had Lovid and gotten over it with very little issues, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just a it's just a very difficult situation for society to just you know everybody thinks they know the right thing. Not everybody, but like the loudest factions think they know the right thing on the left or the right and it's just you know kind of ripping ripping apart society i would say sure is i can't wait for this whole situation to be done with now let's move on to something more exciting but also very sad the seven time super bowl champion two-time loser to the new york giants oh wow one time loser (laughs) to the eagles Eagles. The Eagles, Eagles replacement quarterback. 
Um, but more importantly, two-time loser <laughs> to, to, to the New York Giants under Eli Manning. The GOAT himself has ended an era. He's decided, surprisingly enough, to retire. I'm How do we surprised. feel? I, it's it's not surprising, but it's also a little bit surprising because you kind of feel like you'd have him forever. But um, how do you feel? I think he's the GOAT. I think there's no um, argument as far as who the greatest quarterback of all time is. Mm-hmm. He's been the most successful. He's done it in under multiple coaches. He's done it in multiple teams. And uh, he deserves whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is NFL royalty. He's the, you know, he has had a career that nobody in history has ever had. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like him as a person inside and outside of football. So mm-hmm. respect to that king. And he will forever be. I think they retire. They, you know, he might be somebody that you retire that number in Tampa Bay and New England. Nobody else gets 12. But I don't think they do that in NFL. I think they've only done it maybe once. I, he, I mean, I he deserves to be number two. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm surprised only because I always like to see in professional wrestling. There's this thing about going out on your back, right. you know. So it's like I lost the big match. This is it. I'm done. I'm walking out for the last time. In football, you like to see him leave on their ten toes. You know, I was hoping that he'd go out there, get that eighth ring, and uh, you know, leave out as the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but this just feels underwhelming. You know, it just feels like. No, oh, I'm done. And it's like, this is the greatest right. white guy. You know what I mean? Like, this is the great. And, you know, even last season. You had to beat Mahomes. Yeah. You know, it's like he had to me. You got to do a two out of three with the the next guy who is Mahomes. Yeah, but you're acting but, like that's possible. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I, you know, and people say this all the time because I wanted the I wanted Golden State to win more uh-huh. than they did. And I'm like. They I love that will. stuff. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, I wish that they did, like, the three in a row. Or they did... Nah, it's only a Laker thing. Right. <laughs> and a Bulls thing. So, I understand, like, the difficulties of what that would have been like. But if I was writing the story, right. you know, I would have had this huge sweltering ending. And I kind of wish we knew, like, it, it was marketed as his final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it could be, like, you know how Kobe had his, right, his you know, thing? Like, thing. it was, like... It could have had impact because this is not just the dude that played football and was really good at it. He, I honestly feel like, like changed the game uh, in the way that people watch it and how people celebrate winners. You know, because before I feel like it was kind of random who goes to the Super Bowl and you, you know, but knowing that Tom Brady was there, you, there's like we don't go, we don't bet against Tom Brady. It's like right. the, a culture that he built. It of makes winning. the league more competitive now because you don't know who's going to be the champion, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I will say I'll, I'll miss him, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely um, uh, miss wondering if he's going to lose in the Super Bowl and, you know, most likely he's not. You know, it's just crazy. But the know? league's in a good place. Like, there's still a lot of up-and-coming quarterbacks that are – Lights out that are that are fun to watch. Also, I mean, he's going to be very close to the game, I think. But we were talking about it. I don't know if the episode came out last week or which episode it was. It must have been last week. Where I'm interested to now see the next phase of him because mm-hmm. we don't get to see goats like retire 
still this young and still be relevant. Like, I wonder what he's going to do with his life now. He obviously has the TB12 thing. Is he just going to go and, you know, be a family man? Is he still going to, like, be around the sport, commentating and things of that nature? Um, like how Peyton Manning is doing with Eli and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Or- I'd love for him to eat a couple cheeseburgers. <laughs> I know he's been eating almonds for the past 15 years. Like I, I, I would love for him to start a podcast. That'd be crazy. I think that would be awesome because he is funny. He has a good personality. He's obviously well-respected. He could get anybody in, any, any, anybody in the league on there. He could talk about success and winning and that mentality up there with anybody, right? Yeah. As far as that. And I think that would be awesome to see him. You know, do that type of thing. That's one thing I wish, uh, you know, um, RIP to Kobe. Like, it would have been awesome to, like, have him be do more interviews, be on mm-hmm. podcasts and stuff to really talk about um, his mentality, mm-hmm. like the Mamba mentality and stuff like Keeping that. Keeping that legacy alive. Yeah. I love seeing Shaq on Instagram because he just be <laughs> posting, like, the craziest things. Right. And it's just, like, Funny, like yeah. he's like old school funny, right? You know, an old man that he's not old, but he's just like he he's like old on Instagram, right. you know. And I just like seeing that he's just in he's just having a good time in life. Um, and I and I was hoping to see that with Kobe, he probably won't have the same sense of humor, but um, you know, I'm hoping to see that with Tom. Um, and that that actually makes me think: how much do you think LeBron got left? <laughs> I mean. He's he's made it quite clear that he wants to play in the league till his son gets in the league. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to play with his son. The way LeBron's playing, like he got a few years left in him. He's still top five in the league, probably. Like really, yeah, he's playing really, really well still. Um, you know, he you know with science and stuff now, you're starting to see people be able to play longer and longer. And you know, LeBron takes care of himself very well, just like Tom Brady did. Tom Brady was turning 45 this year. Mm-hmm. That's insane That's to nuts. think about it, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, another uh, great quarterback retired this season, too, Ben Roethlisberger. Yo, I was at the gym, and people was like, yo, I'm finally happy that bum is leaving. Yeah, people don't like him because of maybe the off-the-field type stuff that he got into. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. But, he still but they won- were saying, like, as a player, too. He's never had a losing season in his career. Ever. What does that mean? He's never had a season in the NFL where his team lost more than they won, mm-hmm. which is insane. Because he played, he was in the same draft class as uh, um, your boy, Eli, Eli, and um, and uh, what's his name, Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. So he was the last one of that draft class to retire as one of those quarterbacks, and he's won two championships just like Eli. And you know, don't don't say that. Why? He won two championships. Eli won two championships. <laughs> Somehow they're not the same. <laughs> no, they're not. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm messing with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, but, I just like. Yeah, but know, I mean, going back giants. to Tom, going back to Tom Brady, like, yeah, man, it's great to see. Uh, you know, I think it's in the realm of how he wanted to do it. Like, he's not a very like look at me type of guy. Mm-hmm. Just right off into the sunset, and you know, he's still going to be very relevant. It's just like. How soon is he going to get back into the you know public eye? Do you think uh, curly haired boy with no facial features is the next Tommy? You we'll see. Hey, are you talking about Patrick? Yeah, Mahomes. I mean, he's what four times in a row in the NFC uh, AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. He definitely has the talent too, but I mean, Joe Burrow's there now. Justin Herbert's coming on. There's a lot of great young quarterbacks. 
Mm. Are you going to the game this weekend? Nah. Huh? I'm watching it at home. I'm saving my money. Go ahead, then. I got a date. <laughs> I got to, like, have that money really? for dating. No, like, I got to fund my dates. He's dating. You okay. Oh, you're dating. Me. Yeah. But do you, you don't have a date? To watch the game, nah. No, I, I mean, like, a date, like, in general. Am I... <laughs> no, 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 no. I Do thought I he have was saying like, planned? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, th- I thought he said like, I have a date that I want to pay for, but you, I thought you were saying it in general, like, yeah, no. oh, I just want to. You understand what I'm saying? I, I need that funding to go towards dating. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> or you don't. <laughs> or save that buy, money. I thought he had like, I thought he had like a specific <laughs> date that he was like looking forward to. Okay, now I understand. You're just yeah. saying like, this is my budget. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, rest in peace on the field to Tom Brady. I I can't wait to see what you do afterwards. I hope you get a little fat. You should uh, buy some car washers like Shaq. Buy some car washers. Get a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know, get something. Um, that way he can start making some real money. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wasn't paid a lot. I know. As far as contracts. I know. Yeah. His wife has more money than him. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the money and the other players and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. He's a great guy. You know, unfortunately, he met with Trump. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> lately on the internet, Bobby Schmurter has been swinging his hips. Yo. <laughs> showing that girth Shmoney. all around time. Shmoney. Oh, Shmoney. Uh-huh. I love that song. <laughs> uh, what did prison do to Bobby Schmurter's? I don't know. I don't know if we can even really call him Schmurter anymore. Hey, that's what he calls himself. I don't. I think it's Bobby hilarious. Swinging it, yo! I love his energy, right? Um, he's Jamaican, man. That's what Jamaicans do. Don't what? Is it? Yeah. Oh, they got that high energy. They dancing all the time. <laughs> don't look at me for confirmation. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a bit. <laughs> I didn't know that. So yeah. Jamaicans should be twerking and stuff. I don't know about twerking, but they're like dancers. That they are dancers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Schmurter is swinging his head. It is a little bit out there for uh, you know a, a guy that's off. But yo, look, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Um, you know these rappers are wearing dresses now and that's all this kind of stuff. So. The thug said famously, "I had to wear the dress because I had to hide the stick." Right. So I'm saying like. How, how, are you going to be cool with these rappers wearing dresses, but you're going to be upset that Bobby Schmurder might be, you know, Twerking. swinging his hips in a in a gyrating in a, in a reverse way? I guess you could put it. Right, right, right. That's what's up. You ain't gonna you, you ain't gonna elaborate <laughs> on your opinion. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, I understand when somebody don't want to go back to prison. I do. I get it. And I say that because to be who he was not, he got to be the opposite. So when I look at Bobby Schmurter, I see a guy who, okay, he's twerking. It's kind of weird. I ain't going to lie. But I think he's like, let me just embrace the opposite part of life that that makes me happy. Before, he was sticking true to his name. And, you know... in his big song that made him famous, he's talking about Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Now he's dancing, and it's like he's still rapping about the same stuff. 
understand, but we can't really understand what he's saying nowadays because can't understand a word what he's saying. So it's fine, but like he's just—it seems like he's just like yo. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to have the same type of energy. I don't want to have. I don't want to live that life anymore. So he's just dancing, and it's like he's having a good time doing it. And I like that he's just like yo. Everybody doesn't like it, but I like it, so I'm with it. So I don't have anything bad to say about it. It is. You know, it's different. It's not something I would do. But I have, like, I have play twerked on a girl before. One time, like, in, the in like, a little club area and just be like, you know what? I'm about to, you know, a little two seconds just for the laughter. Hey, and then right. after that. Hey. No one was laughing. No, no, no. They laughed. No, <laughs> nah. Look, Kelby <laughs> trying to throw that shit on me. You just admitted in a public environment you was twerking sure. in a club I mean, with yeah, the Meganese. That doesn't make me... That doesn't make me nervous or hot, Good. but but I have seen Sunil's knees. Here we go. Hey, he can't, he can't, he can't, he um, can't, he can't speak. He I can't keep say, it on him. I he can't keep say, the spotlight on I him. Twerking with that knife. I didn't say anything, but Sunil brought it up. He brought up Meganese, and I have seen him hit the ground with his stilettos, and he was like, "Yeah, you know I man, hey, I just seen it." But I don't have a problem with it. Hey, the the wildness of what Kelby be dreaming about is wild. I listen. Put I, me in stilettos, bro. That's wild. You have a problem with that? Yes, I do. So <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, my so, calves because I played soccer my whole life. Can we insert the calves? You got good calves. Can we insert those later? Those oh, are good nah, calves. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He just be getting down on the dance floor. <laughs> I saw a video of Sunil, um at the dance floor trying to like keep it. Like low, like I think you posted it. Yeah, yeah. you was trying to keep it low because yeah, he knew, fine. like he knew they was recording, and he got right up off the ground once they start pressing record, and that was it. Hey, so hey, he keep trying, he's trying hard. Keep trying, Kelvin. Keep going at it. It's bro. okay. It's, it's, it's gonna hit eventually. Keep going, bro. The, the misinformation on this podcast. It's not misinformation. What is? Misinformation? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bre- me and Thank Bree. You. I mean, it's an opinion. He was on the dance floor. <laughs> It's okay. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Christopher. Christopher. It's his time to talk about Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh shiesty. Anyway, like I was saying, I'm happy for Bobby Schmarter. I can see all 78 of his teeth gleaming from far away. <laughs> and I'm happy for you too, Sunil. I'm happy for myself because you know what? I went to a party a, a few months ago, and I, I was a little nervous to hit the dance floor. I know how guys are. You know, they don't want to dance. It just kind of makes them nervous, blah, blah, blah. But I hit the dance floor. I bust a move. You know, they play 50 Cent. So I was like, ah, well, I got to. <laughs> and uh, one of the dudes came up to me and was like, bro, you got to chill with the dancing. You know? And then another dude came, like, right after. And he was like, bro, I love your energy. I'm loving this. Every girl was, like, having a great time. But I was the only guy on the dance floor. All the other dudes was just, like, drinking and, like, Leaning on a wall, and I was the only guy. So I, at first, I was like, I don't know if I like should be doing this. But then I was like, I'm me, like I'm Pete, I'm Pete, you know. So I just, I was, <laughs> that's facts. I like the confidence. You know what I mean? So I was just keep like, it, what do it. I need to care for if a bunch of strangers don't like it? You right. know. And I was having such a good time. Every girl wanted to dance with me, and it was like cool. So uh, once that guy saw. The result of the dancing, he was like, oh, you know what, man, man yeah, he was like, man, maybe I should hit the dance floor, too. I was like, why'd you tell me that earlier? And he was like, because I don't know how to dance, and, like, 
uh, it seemed kind of, I mean, and I was like, yeah, I know. But, like, sometimes you just got to bypass that. Like, oh, well. It's what it is. I heard this quote. I don't ever think Sunil is, you know what I mean? Because he be dancing. Like, Sunil dances. And you know what? I've seen ladies be like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, dancing is like half my personality. But um, yeah. I... Uh, be hitting that ground. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But um, I heard this quote, and I think um, it's really good. It said, don't take advice or don't um, value advice or don't value criticism from somebody who you wouldn't value their advice. So basically, don't value criticism from uh, from somebody who you wouldn't value if they gave you advice as well. Got you. So I thought that was pretty dope because that hit hard because it's like if you wouldn't look for them for advice, why should their criticism matter to you? Somebody told me that, a mutual friend of ours who we still work for. She told mm. me that when I was like 21. Really? And it changed my life. That's to dope. Be honest with you. Changed my life. Made my parents hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can never go back home again. <laughs> but it changed my life. Kelby <laughs> uh, was really that five-year-old telling his mom to get him ice. Yeah. <laughs> I need ice. And then, <laughs> woman, go get me some. Ice. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to finish saying woman. No. I would have said, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> She would have slapped me into a different country. Right. Okay, Winnie the Pooh and Bambi are now free to use. Free to roam. Free. <laughs> Disney let them free. No, no, no. The, it wasn't Disney, right? It wasn't Disney. It's like the original story. Who, what? Yeah, the yeah, Brothers yeah. Grimm? No, that's... Uh, ooh, what's that guy's name? I almost said J.M. Barry, but that's Peter Pan. Um, Stanley. Mm. I'll look it up. But go ahead. Right. Uh, so talk. So let's talk brothers. about this. So it's uh, what's it called now? It's uh, domain. What? It's a it's public a, domain. Public domain. Public domain. Like so Shakespeare. For somebody like me mm-hmm. who doesn't know about all of this stuff. A A Milne. That's the guy's A A Milne. Milne. M I L N E. Chris, educate us on what that means. So you said like Shakespeare. Talk about what does that mean? Okay. So. All intellectual property, you can have rights to it up until a certain amount of time. Um, typically, it's 100 years, right? So ba- the Bambi story probably hit that 100 years where everybody can use it. So that means I don't have to pay a, a Milner's estate to use that story uh, if I wanted to reimagine it or redo something to it. So um, now... There are variations to that. So Disney has made a Bambi movie. Disney's made a Winnie the Pooh movie. And their versions have uh, copyright on them. And uh, and they use it consistently. There's always a new Winnie the Pooh on TV, on right. whatever. So it's just they're going to own it forever. This is the first time that I learned that. Bambi and Winnie the Pooh weren't those original stories yeah. that I watched in yeah. my childhood. No, yeah. like... Disney is such a great company for taking things and <laughs> for pillaging. No, but here's the well, thing. they take advantage of what's public domain because yeah, exactly. all their stories, Snow White, uh, even The Lion King is Shakespeare. Cinder, you know yeah, 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 all that stuff is like they're they're very wise in how they spend their money. So the people that created those original stories don't see a penny off of what well they're Disney dead. Did. 
But their estates are like their family and stuff like the that. The thing is like a lot of them don't have estates. So what's the original story of Bambi? Is it different from the Disney version or the original Winnie the Pooh? Are they different from... I'm not sure. I know Winnie the Pooh, yes, was different. All the um, all the written stories are completely different from the, the Disney stuff. But I don't know anything about Bambi. I just know that it's not public domain. I mean, the thing is like these people are wise. They have a brand. They have a brand look, right? Mm-hmm. Like... This is how we make movies. And they take the greatest stories ever made that are public domain, so nobody has to pay anybody, and they reimagine it. And these stories typically already have a name, a brand, something attached to it. So Cinderella's already famous. Bambi's already famous. Winnie the Pooh's already famous. So you're taking something that's that's like a four on the level of fame, and it already has a, a, a value, an intrinsic value. And so you take that and then you just pump, you know, already greatness. You just you just pump your greatness into it, your brand, and then it takes it from a four to a ten for forever. So did Disney have to pay for Bambi and Winnie the Pooh? I think so. Yeah, they, yeah, they had must to have had to. They had to pay. Got you. But like, so some... now anybody could take. So now that it's public domain, I could take the Winnie the Pooh or. Create a Winnie the Pooh character of my own because it can't be the mm-hmm. same as Disney's. Correct. But I have to create my own, call it Winnie the Pooh, put it on a shirt, and I could sell that and make money off of it without having to give any residuals to anybody. Correct. Correct. Now, it, this rule is super important because... Talk about how it deals with Shakespeare. Before I can jump into Shakespeare, okay. I'm going to talk about Happy Birthday. So the song, Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday to you. Oh, right? that version. It was, yes, it was made... Not the happy birthday, happy birthday. Well, honestly, I don't know the story, right? But chances are that was created to get by copyright rules. Yeah. So, uh, and honestly, Stevie's version is a much better version. Of happy <laughs> birthday. I think all artist stuff. Is <laughs> so talk about so happy birthday originally was written by somebody. Yeah, it was written. I want to say by two women. Okay. And if you had that happy birthday song in your movie, they're, su- they're suing. If you didn't get clearance to put it, they're going to sue. Not even just movies and restaurants. That's why in Chili's or Red Robin, they have their own version of happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, uh, exactly. They have their own little rhymes, so they don't have to yes. worry about it. Yeah. So, so that Patty became, Hill was made by Patty Hill. So that became public domain when? So it was it was published in ni- in eighteen ninety three. Um, according to nineteen ninety eight uh, Guinness World Records, it's the most recognized song in the English language, uh, followed by "For He's a Jolly Good Fellow." Mm-hmm. So as you can see, like up until nineteen ninety three, Homegirl was collecting that money. I yeah. knew it was two women. So it was Patty Hill and Mildred Hill. If I'm not mistaken, Paul McCartney owned it for quite a bit too. Right, that can make sense. That can make sense. So. When people create their 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 pieces of art, it's important that you know these rules because here's one for example uh, that show Ozark. Mm-hmm. They used a uh, uh, a song created by a, a Jamaican artist, and that song never went through the copyright process. Mm-hmm. And it's one of a it's one of the most sample songs ever. It has like 193 samples. Every time they play it. On a, a TV show, and they play it all the time. It get, it shoots up to the number one on a reggae chart, and that lady that made the song in the '80s has never received a single penny. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ever. 
until like 2014 or 2017, something like that. So it's important that we understand that, like who owns what. That's why people are so scared of social media because it's like, okay, what if I post this and then do you own it? Do I own it? Who's making money off of it? How? Mm-hmm. You know, all of these things. When you see people post like, this is mine, this is not for Facebook, like we should probably be reading the Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff, fine print. Who owns this? Mm-hmm. Because uh, Facebook could turn around and say, yo, this is ours. Even though I did hear Mark Zuckerberg say, this is not for Facebook. If you post it, it's yours. It's whatever. But um, they could turn around and say, yo, everything's ours. We could use it for whatever we want. And we, we don't have to pay you. Isn't that how like those shows like American Idol and stuff like that? That's why they don't bring their own like own content because don't don't like the TV show own whatever music and stuff like that that they come up with. I thought I heard something. Like S- that. Say it one more time. That's, like, that's pretty smart. Yeah, so they so don't so sing original songs because then it, right. all of a sudden it becomes. I think that's the why shows. American Idol. You never heard somebody sing an original song. It, it exists in that first round. Yeah. Some people have done it, but I'm sure that they say you y'all got to cut this out because a lawsuit will come. Right. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that artists would not want to go on American Idol and do their own original songs or not. Like I know some I I thought and I could be completely wrong. I just remember faintly certain people not wanting to go on American Idol because they have to sign a contract Mm -hmm. that anything that they write, if they like if they sign a contract with Simon or whatever, Mm -hmm. anything that they write, Simon owns. Yeah. I mean, chances are, I mean, music industry and their contracts and ownership and all that stuff is a hot mess, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But even in your everyday life. So I learned this and it wasn't in a bad way, but I learned it. I wrote a script on a work computer. Mm -hmm. I ended up making the movie. Right. I remember going into work. I think I took a couple days off to go film it. And the my boss was like, did you write that script on a work computer? I was like, yeah. And they were like, you know, the company technically owns that movie. Mm-hmm. All that. What was that? <laughs> yeah. So when it comes down to all these things about ownership and copyright and all this stuff, it you have to know right. all these things because it's important. So to bring it into Shakespeare, right? So Shakespeare dies 500 years ago, something like that, 400 years ago. Where's what? What's the estate? How do we even really know who wrote it all? Right. So I think these laws exist mainly because after a period of time, it's just like, um, what happens? What is it when you commit a crime and then it's too much time? Statue of limitation. Like when time passes, things get muddled in time. Right. And so the best thing you could do is just re-up it. Like, yo, we're going to make another Winnie the Pooh. We're going to make another Bambi. We're going to make. So our version never becomes public domain. We, so after you re-up, it goes for another hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good with that. So uh, so that's why, like, Spider-Man will never become public domain. Or, like, Batman will yeah, never become Yeah, because they just keep domain. making more. They'll just make another Batman movie. And, and there's rules about editorializing content that is old. But then the moment the studio starts saying, yo, we're going to reboot this, you can't do that anymore. Because that old content is now a part of the release of the new content. I'm sure every time a new Spider-Man comes out, Spider-Man 1 from 2001 gets revenue. 
I'm sure Spider-Man 3 gets revenue. Like, all these things, just like when you go perform at the Super Bowl, your old songs shoot back up to the top of the mm-hmm. chart, you know? So, uh, these things are important. So, with Shakespeare, again, we don't know who... We really don't know Shakespeare, you know? Right. We don't... Who wrote the Bible? You know what I mean? So, with the Bible, you know, and Shakespeare, it often goes in the same thing. It was like, yo, this was written a long time ago. There is no estate. Right. You know, there is no... We don't know who did what, when, how, and all these things. There was no rules. So, it's just public domain. Take it. Have fun with it. You can do whatever you want. No one can sue you because nobody owns it. So, basically, I can't do nothing with Uncle Ed until... For another hundred years. Yeah. The the interesting thing, like... I was I was going to say... Um, By the way, now streaming on Tubi. Yeah, now streaming on Tubi. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully make some money off that. But, um, but yeah, I, I, ownership. Ownership. So important if you are in that IP space, especially with things becoming more and more technology-driven. Yep. Things in your phone can either make you a millionaire or can make you broke. All right. And, and it doesn't exist. You get what I'm saying? It's it's, a, it, it's, it, same, it's like exactly with NFTs. Yeah, well, come on. NFTs is <laughs> is like digital ownership is what yeah. I'm saying. Yes. It, it's like it, it's not a tangible thing, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And and it's important that you say, "Okay, if you're a writer or a filmmaker or something like that, you can look over at Shakespeare and say, "Okay, I don't have a budget to write a script." I don't have a budget for someone to write a script, mm-hmm. but I want to make this movie. I love this story. Blah, blah, blah. You could just reorganize Shakespeare and make it your own. That's, it's that's been why, done. Yeah. People do it all the time. Ten right? things I hate about you. That's uh, Taming of the Shrew. Mm-hmm. She's the man. That's Twelfth Night. Lion King. That's uh, Macbeth. So it's all Isn't done. also like, didn't. Denzel just do Macbeth yeah. too. He did, mm-hmm. which I actually heard was really good. I got oh, you watched it? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was really good. Don't just say that because he's black. No, no, no. I heard like everybody. Francis <laughs> Francis McDormand, she's Lady Macbeth. He should have done Othello. He's it's a little too on the nose. <laughs> I swear he's already done. I think he's probably a movie. A done. movie? Yeah, I swear. What movie is it? Oh, I don't know. He's done Oh, I mean, Denzel's an actor-actor. Yeah. But that's why he can do that stuff. He can go from making, what, fences to, okay, well, we got to pay this. Oh, there's a Shakespeare sitting right here. Right. And it's free. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's why all your high schools do it on the place. <laughs> yeah. High schools have to pay. Right. They have to pay. Uh, in our, in, when I was in high school, they did cats a billion times, uh-huh. and it was mm-hmm. because like they couldn't afford to do. They had to pay the rights to do a different show. Wow. Well, at our high school, our we did. Well, my in my four years, we did thoroughly modern Millie, which they had to pay for, mm-hmm. and then after that, they did three originals because they didn't <laughs> want to pay. <laughs> so Is our, it only yeah. if you're making money off of it, or just to do it. Basically. If you think you're making money off of it, you have to be making so a profit. So what if you do it, but the tickets were for free? Uh, I then honestly I don't know because it's someone else's property. Yeah, it's such a blurred line there. That so, it's like, and then what happens if you sneak in? Oh, well, let's get some donations, or we're selling chips. Right. You know, like you're taking advantage of the situation. And artists have to get paid for their work. You know, um, 
Gunna was talk- talking about this. So he um, did a song with Drake, and there's this moaning that comes from some song. I'm sorry if I don't remember who it was. But that lady uh, didn't, at first, didn't get the, the, the song mm-hmm. to clear it. So the album comes out, there's no Drake feature, but it was promoted that there's a Drake feature. So everybody's like, where's this, this mm-hmm. thing at? And so the feature comes out, the song with the feature comes out like three days after the album comes out, three or four days. And so it's like, what the heck? This is kind of weird. Well, it's because that moaning, the moan, did not get cleared by the artist. And so they had to go out and redo the moan with a, a different girl mm-hmm. and to try and get the same feeling. And when you hear Gunnar talk about it in the interview, he's like, it didn't even sound all the way what I wanted because I wanted to sample that lady's moan. Mm-hmm. But clearance issues, you know. But imagine if that song was 100 years old. Then he's like, this is mine now. Right. You know, unless they re-upped it. Yeah, do something with it. You know, it, it may not only be just like a re-up. They get, sometimes they just got to do something with it, mm-hmm. you know? This reminds me of something else that happened recently, that song Yesterday, the Beatles movie. Mm-hmm. They advertised that Anna de Armas would be in it. That who? Anna de Armas, the very, very, oh, very, yeah. very attractive girl. She was in, like, the, the trailers, and she was not in the movie at all. And fans sued because it's like, hey, you're like, – it's almost like false advertising in a way. Mm-hmm. And since they're already dealing with the Beatles – all that fiasco than they had Anna de Armas in the previews was in the movie and I think I'm not sure if they got it but they sued and they could sue so it's very very tricky business wow she is I also want to point out that reminds me of the lies that they gave to us as kids remember the Snow Dogs movie with Cuba Uh and all the commercials was the dogs talking the dogs talk for about five minutes in that movie and the rest is just it's a lot Kangaroo Jack they always like okay this kangaroo is going to talk to you Never touched it. You know what's kind of wild? Remember the original Scream? Yeah. Where it was like, back then it was Jessica, what's Mike. her name? That that white that white girl. They're all white. <laughs> but anyway, she's like the the girl from, she's like a very popular actress at that time. And they were like, oh, she's in Scream. And they kill her in like the first scene. Oh, I know. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. That's, that's not advertised like, that's not false advertising. That's like they're being meta about what the screen right, right, right. is. No, but I thought that was wild. I, I, I don't know why they don't do that more often. They do. Yeah, they do it all the time. So, so 50 Cent is really good at doing that. So you'll see a poster with 50 Cent, uh, Bobby D, Forrest Whitaker, and like Denzel. Okay, and then it's like, holy cow, like, how did 50 Cent get a movie with the biggest names on earth? Mm-hmm. And then the movie starts, and Chris Brown prances around for seven seconds, and then they shoot him in the head. And then, <laughs> and then Denzel comes out, and he goes, and then they shoot him in the head. That was and, the worst Denzel impression <laughs> ever. I felt it, though. I felt right. It. <laughs> right, he does that. And then, and then, and then Forrest Whitaker finds his way on scene, and they shoot him in the neck. And then Bobby D comes out and he goes, what movie is this? They shoot him in the head. And then the rest of the movie is 50 Cent. But they advertise it like... Look, I will take no 50 Cent slander on this. That's not slander because he's he's a a genius. But it is a form of marketing. I even tried to do it one time with... um, The moment I say this, everyone's going to start saying it. But what's the name of that rapper that looks just like me? Um, uh, Lizzo? Lizzo? <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Oops. 
I do look like it. <laughs> <laughs> your, your beard is thicker, though. <laughs> Don't, you, can't say that. you can't say that. You're the white guy. Uh, yes, I do look like Lizzo. <laughs> Especially at a Lakers game. <laughs> Ass all out. <laughs> twerk, 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 twerk. <laughs> I'm talking about David Banner Oh, okay Everybody say I look like David Banner uh-huh. So one time I tried to get him and Bow Wow in a movie I emailed him like a million times mm-hmm. And he lives right Well, um, let me not say it. But, <laughs> and, but I, I was like I wrote the script I got a one pager for you I pay you a thousand dollars Just be in it mm-hmm. And um, same, same with Bow Wow I was like, you're going to talk for like 30 seconds And then we're going to shoot you in the head and then, <laughs> and I was gonna advertise it like David Banner, Chris Brown. Oh no, not Chris Brown. Uh, Bow Wow mm-hmm. and me in the movie, and I I just couldn't get him. But that's a old school trick of gotcha. like, okay, we're gonna get you in the movie. Hopefully, the movie's good enough for you to not be annoyed by it. But it's the same thing as when Chris Brown was in that dancing movie and they killed him in the first. Godzilla, you know, but that was his whole advertising. They're in the movie though. That's the thing. That's the yeah. difference between like well, what you were saying where she's right. not, yeah. Not at all. Yeah, I was talking more just, I thought that was a very brilliant, like... It is, yeah. Marketing tool. Tra- trailers are, like, a whole different art form. Mm-hmm. It's like, we saw... What was that movie? That cartoon one? We thought it looked so cool. 13 or something like that. The doll one. Nine. Nine. There you go. Nine. It had this badass trailer. Music was fucking cool. We're like, wow, this is so cool. Movie's nothing like right. it. Right. Nothing at all. Yeah. Yesterday was a really bad movie. I didn't see it. I enjoyed it yesterday. It wasn't a good movie. I don't think anybody can hear you. Chris, Chris said yesterday. I was just said yesterday. It was a pretty good movie. It was okay. It was a bad movie. So was Kingsman. <laughs> wow. The third one. The third one. The third one. The third one. The first one is pretty good. Did you guys see Matrix? Um, no, the, the, no, I haven't seen it. You saw it? I saw it. I heard it was bad. It was, it was definitely different. Uh, they should have done this for like a combination in the third movie. It was like... Mm. All the stuff that should have been done then, because now it's like, where are they going to go from here? But yeah, it was, it was it was different. It had different elements, but it was not as exciting. Uh, Did you sucks. enjoy it? it I heard, por- portions. So I heard that if you're a Matrix fan, like it was all right. But if you were just like a casual Matrix person, like this one was really bad yeah. experience. Yeah, definitely not like the first one first one was out of this world the first one is the one before they stole it from that lady uh, allegedly okay i'm happy i said that <laughs> so cardi b is in a lawsuit she won it she won the lawsuit she won a million dollars and then three days later they got her another three million dollars so four million dollars so tasha k i want to say is the lady's name said that uh cardi b had herpes Allegedly, and Cardi B had to take these tests, and she just spread a bunch of lies about Cardi B, and uh, she sued her for, I want to say defamation. Cardi B sued. Sued Tasha's mm-hmm. K. And so, uh, kind of surprisingly, not only did she win, but she won that money. Mm-hmm. And Tasha K came out and said that it's because uh, the system is against her. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, rich people trying to keep rich people rich mm-hmm. which okay whatever um but it plays into our scenario of like lies and how people are talking about it. you know mm-hmm. earlier we want to talk about how allegedly kanye west is going around telling people that pete davidson pete according davidson, to 
according to academics, DJ the academics. Culture vulture. I don't know how you can be black Jamaican and in the culture and be a vulture, but anyways, um, <laughs> and coming from someone, <laughs> okay. Let, he rides for academics, bro. He's one of them. What are they called? The guys in the academics. Scholars. Like, <laughs> that was good. such a white answer. Scholars. Oh my accent. Scholars with a K. Scholars. Um, anyway, according to academics, uh, Kanye West is going around telling people that Pete Davidson has uh, has AIDS, and you got to be careful because this lawsuit, I think, changes everything. So there's two sides to this. There's a side of like I'm saying something, I'm going to upload it to YouTube. And then people are going to watch it and hear me say lies about people, right? So right. that's why it's important you say allegedly or according to, you know, cite your sources type of thing like we're in school, MLA format. But um, the other side is I've heard a lot of people say that YouTube needs to pay because it was on their channel or it was on their platform and they allowed it to be up. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's a slippery slope if if they get YouTube on the hook for it, right? Because then all of a sudden now YouTube has to be on their P's and Q's and there's going to be even more censorship as far as like what YouTube will allow on their platform, won't allow on their platform, if they're going to be held accountable for what's being said on their platform, right? Um, I think there's a difference between like telling people you know, like in, in the uh, what what academics is saying is it's not that Kanye is coming out on like podcasts and saying this is a fact that all this it's like th- he's heard multiple mm-hmm. people that Kanye has said that. And you don't know if it's like he's saying it in a serious way or if he's joking, like this dude probably has, you know, AIDS or whatever it is mm-hmm. like. So I think it'd be harder for. Kanye to be sued, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus what this Tasha girl did, which was go out on like her channel and say, this is what Cardi B has, mm-hmm. and this is the proof and all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, but going back to your original question of should YouTube be liable, I say, I, I say no. Like I said, if the bad speech, like Cardi B sued, Cardi B got the money because c- clearly she could prove that that stuff was not true and then on top of that like it affected her ability to probably make money in the future for whatever like i think that's what liable and stuff you have to prove yeah. that it yeah affected liable your, and mm-hmm. yeah so i i agree with that i think youtube is not like uh the radio and it's not like television that picks and chooses what they want to air when they edit it they make yeah. sure it's exactly what they want it to be youtube says they're a platform which is the different than a publisher right they don't go and edit your stuff and say yo you can't do this now they do do that they do say you can't the, do this or the fact they, checkers yeah 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 like especially about specific topics well, they'll allow it to go up they'll take it down they'll take mm-hmm. it down that's different that, right but they'll still mm-hmm. allow it to go up yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a, a game of, like, when do I get caught? It's like somebody cursing on live TV. They'll right. just fine you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like they can't control who posts what when. Like, if there's nudity that goes up, eventually they'll take right. it down. But um, but they have their own private laws. 
Like if yeah, your like video guidelines. Yeah, if your video um, supposedly breaks their private laws as a private company, they have these are the rules of being on our thing. Um, then they could take that video down, right? But what does private company mean? Because they're a public company. Well, here's what they're doing now. So what I read this article about um, this guy named um, oh shoot, what was his name? I forgot. I'll think of it later. But he does you know public commentary. And the fact checkers fact checked him, and they did it in a way that was slander. And so they're like, so he sued back. He sued back these companies, these third party fact checkers that they use. So then it's not like, oh, it's not us, it's someone else. Mm-hmm. So he sued the fact checkers, and then in court, it came out that they were technically opinion. Yeah, that's true. So that's what they're, they're shoving off to third parties. And so they don't have to deal with it because they don't want to get sued every time someone posts something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Private companies, anything that's not government. Mm. Yeah. So if you're not government, like you don't have to, you could, you don't have to, you you can have your own like rules and all that kind of stuff. That right. Government laws, right. So uh, for me, I, I, yeah, I just don't see how YouTube could be on the hook for it, but they do play a funky role because lately the things that you have to be very careful with YouTube, right? you know, they're um, going to censor certain content. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I feel like they do act as a publisher in many ways. But they are still considering themselves to be a platform. And that's why it's this gray area where we need 230 reform. Um, if you guys are familiar with that, no. 230 reform. So do you guys know what PragerU is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they sued YouTube because YouTube was de-algorithmizing their content. Because, shadow banning kind of? Yeah, thing. exactly. So it's because they're uh, a conservative platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was getting like ads that was like, please join us in this lawsuit because they're, they're essentially like removing views from us because, um, they don't agree with our opinions. And that is not what a platform is supposed to do. Right. You know, the telephone company don't tell you what you're allowed to say Mm -hmm. on the phone. You know, that's up to you. If you get in trouble for it, that's on you. Right. Uh, They're supposed to stay completely uh, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Pick and choose when they're going to be part of it and when they're not going to exactly exactly so that's that's where the conversation goes into like why youtube is in this gray area of like half platform half publisher like y'all gotta pick a lane because it only benefits the people they want it to benefit right you know um and that's where i think a lot of the divide comes because some things are hard to find on youtube and youtube is the number one search engine and and well, Google online tool. No, no, no. Outside of Google, like. But I thought Google owns YouTube. Yeah, I thought Google yeah, they do. YouTube. But I'm talking about it as a platform. So yeah, Google dot com and YouTube dot com. Right. YouTube is like everybody's university, everybody's form of like they use it as a search engine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the number one. So it, they have the power to sway how people think. Right. Because if you search for something you can't find it, guess what you can find? The thing that they want you to watch. Right. Back in the day, the only person in the world who had that kind of power was Oprah. Mm-hmm. And now... Sam got it. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. I should be laughing. <laughs> but now, these tech companies have it. And I think right. it's, it's just a shame... Um, that that's how it's turning out to be because it shouldn't be that way. We gotta yeah. say Lovid. Yeah, and I mean it's it's just unfortunate that uh, you know it seems like s- certain 
CEOs of these tech companies obviously have a political agenda. And like I said, mm-hmm. when when companies get interwoven with the government, that's when you know stuff starts going left. Same yeah. thing with the pharmaceutical companies. Same thing with yeah. Yeah, talk about lobbying and right. what kind of rules. And I think I mentioned this earlier before because we're about to wrap in a quick second, but. Um, oh, man, let's go on our tangent. I know, I know, I know. But uh, so I want to end with this. So there's this proposal going out that all politicians should make five million dollars a year. And the reason is very interesting. So po- politicians clearly know what laws are on the way in and on the way out. Mm-hmm. Right. And laws affect businesses. So with you knowing what is on the way. You can invest in a company when their stock is a dollar because you know, hey, the X thing is going to be legal soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a year, that dollar stock is going to be 30. Mm-hmm. So what if I put $300,000 or a million dollars into that stock and I make, I, you know, facilitate this law changing and then a year later I cash out from it. So it's like it's not insider trading, but it's like, you know, it is. it's not fair practice. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not because they're not a part of the company. Yeah, but if they if they know, like there's a, a list of um, politicians, like top 50. And I think the top three are Republican. And then the next one, I think it's Nancy Pelosi, number four mm-hmm. of all the ones who beat the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. And that's not hard to do, but it's like consistently beat it it's hard and they're all making way more than five million dollars oh yeah so so what they're saying is politicians can no longer invest in the stock market but if y'all are so hungry for some money take take five million dollars and just focus on the work focus on governing yeah but that's naive but then there should be um term limits then you get two term limits that's it you get paid i say five million dollars per term how about that i think that's still too much and why do you say that you're a public servant. It shouldn't be a career. Like uh, pol- politicians shouldn't be your career. Shouldn't be. I'm a politician, and the money that you make should be like it should be. You're not creating wealth. So when who's paying their salaries? All of us. So I don't think that that that. So do you think it should be their part time job? Like no, they should be a, they, something they, and a politician. No, I think that. Eventually, these politicians need to be going out and working under the laws that they've enacted instead of being outside of the outside of the laws because they're politicians. They don't have to go abide by the same rules because they never have to abide by the rules that they actually are creating because they have all of this special stuff. I don't see how giving politicians more money is going to make them less corrupt. But uh, but n- removing the ability to why that just means th- these companies that are lobbying and stuff like that five mil- they're, they're just going to up the amount of money just yeah. because somebody has five million dollars doesn't mean that they don't want to make an extra free million dollars yeah, or a hundred thousand dollars you're both right because like they used to pay politicians a lot more so they wouldn't be corrupt now it's like oh what's the next how much how much can we give these people to make them you know not in- incorruptible. Right. It's like there is no limit. It's only it's not just money that's corrupting its power. A lot of these politicians are set for life. Nancy Pelosi has more money than she could ever spend in her life. She's got more yeah. more money than she could have ever made in her entire life. She uh, saved up every penny. Bernie, Bernie Sanders has doesn't need to be working as a politician for money anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the power that corrupts them. So how do you get rid of that? You're giving them more money. Like, I, but I think what do they do with the? Pa- That's the thing. You, I think you have to th- thread the needle all the way through. 
We're, we want to be powerful for gain. Yeah, but fi- they're making way more than any amount of money that is feasible for politicians to be paid through a government agency. Because at the end of the day, you raise their salary. The only way they could get that money is by making us pay more. Sure. In taxes. Sure. So hell no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but I what already about closing, think they don't do their job. What about closing the loophole thing? Of it's already the, there. It would have to be hyper strict. Like you know, we just we, we try to recall Gavin Newsom didn't work, and we don't even, we don't even know the process that went into it. So it's like we, we can sign a, a waiver today or sign a thing that we want to recall Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. didn't work. Okay, what do we do now? Can't do shit. Like so that yeah, something yeah, set in place. Like oh, you 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 made more money than you should have. Like you're out. No if then or buts. Know like oh I I got money from my yeah grandma. and what they would just do is they would just have their spouse or somebody yeah but in. even then who's gonna change the laws Not these the guys point. are the people that are benefiting from it now they're gonna all of a sudden be you know what guys we should be making less money when has a politician ever been no. like we should start we should pay ourselves less like you can't give the authority of governing yourself to the people that are making the are it's like you you give the rights to your employees on how much they get paid. Okay, so I, what I'm missing f- and confused about is if we close the ability for them to invest their money, mm-hmm. knowing that they're only helping facilitate laws changing or being made to help these companies, and then they invest in companies so they can get hyper rich, then what's the op like what would replace that opportunity? how do you what, what's the solution to that is what you're saying how do you replace that opportunity so if we say we I cut off their ability said, term on. limits you can't have yeah. these politicians be there for 30 years of their lifetime no they that's get, what i'm saying yeah. so like let's say we put in the term yeah. limits we give them 10 million dollars here you got no two. not the 10 million fuck oh. the money you don't get more money you you work for us that's the problem like the mentality that we should give them more money when they're already not doing their job efficiently makes no sense to me. They already Do you think suck they should at their be job. Poor? No, they should. They already make too much. <laughs> they are. How are they making three, four times just by their salary of the average American? Mm-hmm. What well, value are they is bringing? It, is that what the average making? salary is forty thousand? These guys make over a hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred eighty thousand. Hundred and thirty. Hundred and twenty thousand. Okay. Yeah. So you make three times what the average American makes for what? What is your value to society that you already make three times over what the value of of uh, the average American makes? And, and we saw it with like AOC, where she went from a bartender to a representative, making you know thirty thousand to a hundred and forty thousand, which is great. So that's already too much in my eyes, but that's what it is. Well, I'm saying she was already complaining about it. Right. So it's like, yeah, he's right. They don't need any more money. Mm-hmm. They need to create a way that's like you get your, you know, a little bit more than the normal paycheck, but you're done in two two terms. I think the money, I think the additional five million was to weed out the the uh, opportunity cost. Hey, I'm going to take my money. I'm going to invest in the stock market. It's not an illegal thing. 48% of America invest their money in the stock market. Right. So if you remove opportunity, you have to make up for that. It's just like when uh, they shut down for Lovid, they had to pay businesses because, hey, you, we lost opportunity. So you think they make more money? All of a sudden, they're not going to want to make more money? I'm saying what is going to replace that? 
So if you're you're saying they're gonna make more money, I'm not understanding what that so means. So you you give them more money, yeah, and then you think that all of a sudden that's gonna cause them not to keep doing the investments. Though? But I'm saying no more investing. But why? But why? So why? That's should, why I'm confused. Like no, but why? You can't stop them from investing. That's what I'm saying. That's what's being proposed. That, but they're that's saying, what I'm saying. No that's, more investing, but we pay you more money. So you, we cut off the opportunity for you to invest, but, but we'll pay you more. money. So we're giving them more money for something that's already immoral. This, well, it's not immoral. There's it's no, not, there's no. Well, it's not illegal. I didn't say illegal. I right. said immoral. Right. So there you go. Okay. So it is immoral. But it's not illegal. So why are we benefiting immoral behavior? Why should they get more money because they're power-hungry, corrupt people? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's just a effed-up system. So at the end of the day, there is no so that these guys are going to get it some other way. All the wars that they put us through, all that. We could go into this. Like what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, this, is- this is like one <laughs> little aspect, and we're benefiting bad behavior. Hmm. We're 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 what not benefiting rewarding. we're uh, rewarding. Rewarding, rewarding, rewarding bad behavior. behavior. So I think whoever thought about this was probably a politician. It's like <laughs> let's figure out a way to get paid more and make it look like we're the good guys. Oh, you know what? We should be getting paid more. Like no, do your fucking job. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not gonna get. I, I shouldn't get rewarded because I'm doing the wrong things. You know what I mean? Like, no. That's notorious government work. Like, you get paid no matter what kind of shit job you do. And and we're we're we are we are um, misdiagnosing what the real issue is. The real issue isn't that they're not making enough money. The real issue is they're abusing their abuse of power. No, no, no. That's not the issue. The the no. I think that's the main. That's the real problem. So you're but trying to solve they're trying a to problem solve with more money when it's already a character flaw in them. That I don't see it out. as more money. I, I, I don't. I don't see it as more money. Well, you, you don't see it as more money because they're not going to make as much if we just paid them the $5 billion instead of you know, letting them keep the 140 180 and then doing the insider trading. Yes. That's why I'm not seeing it really as more money. Because they're, the insider trading, not everybody's doing. It's only the immoral, yeah. corrupt people that are doing it. Uh-huh. So why should we benefit them for doing something that's immoral? They should just not do it. They should have the mentality to be like, you know what? We're abusing our power, even though it's not illegal. We probably shouldn't do this. At the end of the day, I should just do what's best for the people that voted me in and not be looking out for what's the best for me because I chose to be a public servant. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I'm that's a slippery doing, slope. Because I'm, do, I'm a government job. Still a, it's still a job. It's a government job. You're paid from your government thing. It's still a job. Yeah, so get paid what your job is. And still invest. You still should be able to but invest. You, you shouldn't. Yeah, that's fine. But that's what I'm saying. If you're over here abusing your power by investing with information that not everybody gets, mm-hmm. that's what people get go to jail for. Mm-hmm. But it's not considered an insider trader. Because they're, they're not part of the company, but mm-hmm. that's a loophole. Yes. That is loophole. And so that's, that's what, what I'm trying to say. say. But like, it's immoral. Shit, they do it in other ways too, like book deals, all these presidents. Yeah. And they get book speeches, deals. Speeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speeches. Like, artwork. Yeah, they're all gonna, they're all, it's all going to happen anyways because unfortunately that's the system of thing. But I don't think we should do anything to give them more money. I don't know if I see it that way, but we do have to go. Um, but Damn. I think maybe we could pick this up next week. <laughs> I do like this conversation, yeah. but I'm, I, yeah. All right. Y'all good? No, I'm, I'm good. 
All right. Let's go get some McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube page. If you are listening to this on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify, please leave us a review. Five stars. Let everybody know how great it is and how much you enjoy these conversations. Hopefully, you either, either love it or hate it. Um, those are the two emotions that I like. Don't be somewhere in between. And always wear protection.